Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. Got another book for you. I think you're going to like this one. Kind of a follow-up from last week as well. Talking about sustainable gardening. As a matter of fact, the name of this book is Sustainable Gardening. Grow a greener, low-maintenance landscape with fewer resources. The author, Vincent Simeone, and he is with us this morning. Good morning, Vincent. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm I'm doing great. I don't know if you caught uh, who was on before you or not, but he sure spoke. High- Actually, I didn't get to talk to him. But I, I forgot. Uh, Dr. Alan Armitage was on with us this morning. Ah, uh, yes. He's a good friend. He's a good friend. I heard there was a little connection there. <laughs> we know each other a long time. That's that's what I, that's what I understand. Hey, I just want to I want to get into this book because we don't have a, lo- a lot of time here. We always have more questions than than the time, but. Uh, first of all, love the book. I, you know, I, I, I'm getting into more of this. You know, f- folks writing these books, trying to get folks to change and think, rethink how we're gardening, rethink how we're lawning, rethink how we're landscaping. And I think you have just done a wonderful job uh, adding to the resources of this. Let me ask you before we get into this, talking about sustainable gardening, and I'm going to ask you a very simple question: What does that mean? But have you found over the years, and I don't know how long you've been preaching this, but over the years. Is this message about you know trying to get, become more of a sustainable gardener? Is it getting easier to pass this message along today than it was years ago? Oh, I think so. I think there's definitely a movement now, and I've been sort of uh, preaching this subject for about a decade now, mm-hmm. and it really has over the last couple of years has really gained some footing, and I think uh, it's a lot easier now. The message is out there. I think people are really taking note of this and, and really taking it seriously. And, and really, this idea of sustainable gardening is really, you know, us having less of an impact to our environment, you know, uh, not thinking of gardening in a traditional sense, thinking outside the box. And, you know, uh, we all, all of us, I think, at one point in our, in our lives have wanted the perfect lawn. We've wanted, you know, uh, you know, the perfect landscape. And not that you can't have that with sustainable gardening, but you have to really think differently. And, it's about using less chemicals. It's about having less of an impact to our environment. It's about having more of a sustainable landscape that can uh, be more diverse and be more hospitable to pollinators and birds and, and uh, more composting, less chemical fertilizers, things of that nature. So it's really sort of a holistic view of the landscape in a more organic way. I love it. So let's take, a, let's, let's take a look and kind of help me out here. So if somebody's listening this morning, and obviously if they read your book, they'll, get, they'll, they'll find the plan. But, okay, so I, I've got a landscape. I've got an existing garden. I have an existing lawn, and, I, and I'm sold. And I need to, to look more at being, becoming more of a sustainable gardener. Where do I start? Yeah, and, and in the book I talk about this. You know, um, sustainable gardening is about being organized. Part, part of it is about being organized and really, um, you know, um, taking notes and, and sort of observing what happens in the garden uh, and documenting what happens in the garden. And sort of at, at some point you may have to redesign parts of the garden to be more sustainable. And, uh, you know, part of it's about the right plants in the right place and making sure that the plants that you have in your garden are in the right locations, making sure that they're growing in the right conditions, 
a lot of times we put plants where we like them to grow or where they look good, but they don't necessarily grow in those conditions. So making sure that the plants you have are put in the right locations and new plants that you bring in are also put in the right locations. Um, it's about looking long-term. It's about looking six months, a year, five years, ten years into the future. I think very often um, we sort of develop these disposable landscapes where even our trees and our shrubs are put in areas that where they're, they may not be suited or may, maybe they'll outgrow that space too quickly because they're too close to the house or too close to the fence or whatever. And so we have to think long-term, how is this tree going to look in 20 years? Um, and uh, obviously if we do vegetable gardening and annuals, things like that, those are shorter-term things. But when we're talking about perennials, when we're talking about uh, trees and shrubs, we have to think longer term. So uh, it's really putting together a program for your garden where it will, it will uh, last long term, it will, it will survive long term, and it will thrive long term and not just think from year to year. It's, it's really more about, about the long term. The name of the book is Sustainable Gardening, Grow a Greener, Low-Maintenance Landscape with Fewer Resources. Vincent Simeone is the author. He is with us this morning talking about uh, something that we really all should be thinking about and re, uh, reprogramming the way we garden. There's no doubt about it. Right plant, right place. Of course, uh, you know, again, we've been trying to preach that for years and years and years, but you couldn't be more uh, spot on with that one. Tell me this, uh, talking about right plant, right place. What's your feeling on the uh, exotic plants versus native plants? That's a great question. And in the book, um, I was I was I was uh, fortunate enough to have the publisher really um, put it in my hands as far as what plants that I want to uh, promote in the book. And I, I talk about both. I talk about both natives and exotics. And to me, a big part of sustainable gardening is diversity, plant diversity. It's all about not having monocultures. It's all about diversity and um, I think there's a place for both. I think it's important for people to know that natives are great and they're very important. They're very important for pollinators and birds and many other things. But there are a lot of non-invasive exotics that we can consider too. And um, having 40 years experience in this, you kind of get used to the fact that there are a lot of good exotics out there that you know that are, you know are not going to be invasive. And the invasive species uh, subject is an is a important one. Mm -hmm. So in the book, I talk a lot about uh, natives, but I also put in there some non-invasive exotics that I feel are great landscape plants. I think if we're talking about, you know, gardening in a, in a native setting, in a, in, a, in a woodland setting, then yes, natives are very important and we should stick to that. But in a cultivated garden where we're, you know, cultivating turf and we're cultivating trees and we're cultivating perennials, I think there's some, some flexibility there to use non-invasive exotics as well. And it's all about having a very diverse landscape that will um, last over the long term. I think I'm going to just kind of replay that and replay that and replay that every show, if you don't mind. Because no, I'm, that's, pro that's no problem. <laughs> I've always been, I've always felt the same way. Just the, the diversity, and I, you know, and again, the big trend today going toward the native plants. I, I'm, I'm with it 100. percent But I like the diversity as well, and I love the way you explain this in the book. And again, you can read more about it. It's called Sustainable Gardening uh, by Vincent Simeone, and uh, just wonderful information. Let's take a quick break. We come back. We'll talk about some of these plants that you were talking about. I want to talk about. Pros and cons for organic gardening. I think you addressed that quite nicely. And I also want to take a look at that eco-friendly lawn. Talking with Vincent Great. Simeone. Sustainable gardening is the name of his book, Grow a Greener, Low-Maintenance Landscape with Fewer Resources, here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Welcome back. You're in the garden with Ron Wilson. Special guest this morning, Vincent Simeone. His book is Sustainable Gardening. 
Grow a Greener, Low-Maintenance Landscape with Fewer Resource Sources. Um, absolutely wonderful good book. And again, uh, great ways to get you started. If you're looking how to start and redo what you have right now or planning for the future, uh, this book has got you covered. I highly recommend it. A couple things real quick. I know you've uh, you've been on TV, on uh, HGTV, and worked with Mar- Martha Stewart. Was she fun to work with? Absolutely. She was great. So, yeah. So, and, and, so that, can you say the same thing about Alan Armitage? Alan Armitage is one of my favorite people, and, we, and I, I know him a long time. And, you know, I went to UGA uh, and studied under Alan and Michael Durr and others, and um, it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a great experience. I'll tell you what, I have, I, you know, I've gotten to know him over the last, I don't know, three or four years, and just absolutely, we've become good friends, and what a great guy. Just he, he really is. Have, have a lot of fun. We call, him, we call him the apple of our eye because he likes apples so much. <laughs> I know that, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Talk Again, the name of the book, Sustainable Gardening, Vincent Simeone. And, of course, you can go to his website. It's vincentsimeone.com. And a great info on there for you as well. So talking about this, uh, talk to me a little bit. I loved how you addressed you've, – you've got your list of uh, of great plants to use. I love the list. Absolutely wonderful. But then you almost dedicate almost a whole chapter on, on grasses. Yes. Um, well, both native grasses. So in this case, I do think native grasses as opposed to – uh, exotic and ornamental grasses uh, is a better way to go. So there's a lot of wonderful native grasses out there that, you know, for us are prairie plants or meadow plants, but also work in a cultivated garden setting. So there's a lot of talk about uh, little blue stem and big blue stem and, and panicums, which are switch grasses, which are wonderful uh, grasses to put in the garden. So there's a lot of emphasis on native uh, ornamental grasses as well as turf, you know, lawn grass, um, and, you know, one of the least sustainable things on earth is probably um, turf in the traditional sense. Mm-hmm. And how do you change that? How do you change that narrative? And one thing is, you know, there's, there is a lot of work that has been done on introducing um, uh, different types of new blends of turf. Um, for instance, uh, fescues. I think fescues, there's a lot of, of uh, opportunity there to, to use a more durable grass in the way of uh, tall fescues, which are t- traditionally used in athletic fields, but you can use them, obviously, in the home garden, too, and they're more durable, they're, they're more pest-resistant, they're more shade-tolerant, uh, but also how we, how we use turf, how we, how we maintain turf has to change. Typically, turf is, is mowed very short, um, and we want you know, it, it to be weed-free, and, and that's not really sustainable, but um, the shorter the turf, the, the shorter that we cut our turf, the more vulnerable it is, the more... Uh, water it needs, the more chemicals it needs, the more vulnerable it is to pests. So in the book, I talk a lot about raising your mower blade so that your turf is not cut so short, so it, that in times of drought or in times of stress, it's not so stressed. And using uh, some of these more, uh, you know, these newer turf blends. And then maybe, maybe just maybe you don't even want uh, uh, a large lawn because the larger the lawn, the more maintenance it is. Mm-hmm. And so maybe you look at turf alternatives. Maybe you look at no-mow lawns, which are becoming popular, or maybe you look at ground covers as alternative to lawns that can be a lower maintenance. For example, some of these uh, sedges are called carracks. There are some good native sedges out there that are low, and they wouldn't be uh, mowed uh, every week like a traditional turf would. They get mowed twice a year or three times a year, so there's less maintenance there, but you still have a turf-like um, you know, planting that, that you can use in your garden. So there's other ways to, to think about uh, uh, turf other than the traditional way. And, of course, you can read all about these. The book is Sustainable Gardening, Grow a Greener, Low-Maintenance Landscape with Fewer Resources. 
Vincent Simeone, uh, the author, and is with us this morning talking about these. Um, I like you address the pros and cons. See, I like this about the diversity because you ta- address natives and, and the exotics, and et cetera, et cetera. You also take a look at the pros and the cons of trying to be an organic gardener. Yes. Yeah. So that this organic gardening has to be part of this, this discussion because um, it's not that I'm against chemicals. It's not that I'm against pesticides. They all, they're, they're a part of a tool. Uh, that we use in, in many tools in, in gardening, but it's about reducing the need for those items. It's about not going to the chemicals first, going to them as a last resort, and doing more more organic things. So composting, for example, I talk a lot about composting, and for any of the gardeners out there who do composting, they, they do know that it's it's work. It's a lot mm-hmm. of work and a lot of planning, and it's not something that you just put a bunch of you know material into a into a bin and, and in six months you come back and it's it's black gold. It, it's more than that. You have to process it, obviously, and it's what you put into the compost pile that you get out of it. The better products you put in, the better product you get out of it. And um, so I talk a lot about composting and, and how we shouldn't be, you know, uh, collecting every single leaf in a garden, putting it into a plastic bag and throwing it out for the, for the garbage when that is what I consider carbon or energy you know, free food that you could be using and recycling in your garden for your landscape. So I often recommend to people, maybe you don't have uh, the room to collect every single leaf and recycle every single leaf, but at least some of that material should be recycled, whether it's leaves or pine straw or branches that can be ground up. You know, a lot of times people will get these little shredders and they shred up these, these materials and mm-hmm. they will use it as a top dress, as a mulch in the landscape. And that's a great way to recycle and also feed your garden naturally. You know, you're talking about those leaves, and every fall, that's, you know, I think I preach that. People get tired of me talking about it, but I agree with you. I, there's no reason why, you know, and again, it's, I'm sure you could have too many leaves, but sure. can't use all of those leaves within your own property, whether you're mowing them back into the turf, which is a lot of research shown on how beneficial that is, to composting, to mulching, soil amendment. I mean, so many things you can use to those leaves. There's, you know, I'd say you know, would be hard, you know, it would be hard to not use all of them in your own yard and garden. And of course, it's uh, eventually down the road. It's uh, the earthworms are going to love you for it, and uh, yep. so is everything else in the soil. So yeah, I, I'm with you on that 100. percent Talking with Vincent Simeone, of course, the book is sustainable gardening, absolutely outstanding. Uh, really, some great ideas in here to make you start thinking about what you can do. And again. I think one of the things, you know, a couple th- more things here. One thing you, pr- you, you press in here is the fact that you can do this at any level. It doesn't have to be, you know, it, it can be within your patio or it can be within your entire property. Yeah. So, you know, really, whether it's a small uh, landscape that has got limited uh, space or a larger landscape, the principles are all the same. So, really, sustainability came, came out of uh, permaculture, which really came out of agriculture. So, um, you know, farmers have been doing this for years and years and years to be more efficient and more sustainable. And you can use the same principles in a small uh, residential landscape. And a lot of people may not have the room to do, you know, large plantings, but you can do container gardening. There's a whole, uh, you know, a whole world there that you can explore in, in doing your plants and raise containers or raise planters. Um, you know, we, recycling water. You know, a lot of people in, in throughout the country will um, collect rainwater and put it into a cistern or put it into a, a small water barrel and then water their, their vegetables and their flowers with, uh, with rainwater, which is a good way to recycle. You know, there's so many things you can do 
to 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 be uh, more sustainable and um, and to even on a small level you can you can do things to to help that cause. Great pictures, very well written, great illustrations. It'll it'll walk you through the whole thing. The name of the book is Sustainable Gardening by Vincent Simeone. Do me a favor, if you don't mind, you talk about climate change, and I. Again, uh, I love your opinion on the uh, natives versus the exotics. I love your opinions about the pros and cons of organic. And I love what you said about more on climate change. Yeah, and it's a very important topic. It's a very debated topic, as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when I look at uh, over the last 30 years, the research that has caused the USDA to change the hardness zones, um, you know, so, for instance, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I went to school at the University of Georgia where when I went there 30 years, 35 years ago, the hardiness zone for Georgia, uh, in Athens, Georgia, was 7B, and now it's 8. And I live on Long Island in New York, and we used to be 7, um, um, 7A and we're 7B. So, um, you know, most of the United States, most of the hardiness zones have gone up a half a zone, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it really is. It's, it's quite a few degrees, three or four degrees or whatever it is. And so we're seeing more heat, we're seeing more humidity over the last 30 or 40 years, and that's why the hardiness zones have changed. And that's based on scientific data. It's based on weather data, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you know, whether this trend is going to continue or not, we don't know. But all of us, all we have to do is look out the window and see the streams we see every, every season that are more so than ever before. You know, our winter was very cold, followed by, you know, so we, we would get a 10-degree day followed by a 50-degree day. And it's those extremes, those, those weather extremes that we're concerned with. And that means plants have to adapt to that. And plants are more, um, more adapted for that than ever before, the way we're, we're, we're selecting plants now. But still, um, plants have to adapt to all this change. And insects and, and diseases are, are, are different than they used to be and, and more frequent than they used to be. So this is a concerning thing. And I think sustainability is part of this equation. We can certainly reduce the stress on the environment, and we can certainly be planting and selecting plants that are more adapted for these changes. I love it. Talking with Vincent Simeone, the name of the book is Sustainable Gardening. By the way, you mentioned the thing in there about the poison ivy becoming uh, more active, and I agree with you 100%, more active in growth and more active with the, uh, with the toxin as well. Yes, absolutely, and that's something to be concerned with. Sure. It's an absolutely wonderful book. Again, Sustainable Gardening, Grow a Greener, land, Low Landscape, uh, Landscape, Mold Maintenance Landscape with Fewer Resources, Vincent Simeone. Check out his website. It's vincentsimeone.com. Uh, absolutely wonderful website as well. Love the book. I mean, it walks you through what you need to do. Appreciate you spending time with us this morning. Love the book. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Vincent Simeone. And again, it's S-I-M-E-O-N-E. Go to his website and uh, the book. I think you will absolutely love it. Great uh, recommendations here for you, how you can get started. Small garden, large garden, whatever it may be. Got some great ideas for you, and I with them 100%. All right, quick break. We come back. Phone lines will be open for you, 800-823-8255. Don't forget our website. It's ronwilsononline.com. Facebook page, In the Garden with Ron Wilson. And it's all happening right here in the garden with Ron Wilson. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.